Hello, friends. Have you noticed that you can get caught up in consuming content? Or maybe you notice you are hyper, hyper focused on the doing. Empaths, we often consume. And I know because that was me too, soaking up information from all my favorite teachers and mentors. But it wasn't until I started focusing more on the being and embodiment work that the door to massive clarity was finally unlocked. And I no longer got confused about what was my energy versus everybody else's. I was able to become a more clear channel for creation and as a result, transform my life, business, and health. In fact, my meditation and embodiment practice is what helped me have a nearly $40,000 month this past January, see the highest downloaded month of the podcast, and finally release a lot of unnecessary stress. And my clients felt it and saw it in their lives too. It wasn't reading more articles. It wasn't doing more busy work. So I'm inviting you to graduate from the spongy empath consumer into the self-activated sovereign healer. You can take your podcast listening experience from, ooh, I feel seen, heard, and inspired to, holy shit, I actually feel different. My being has shifted. I am the embodiment of the woman I desire to be. The Third Eye Collective is a simple way to upgrade your experience and commit not only to a meditation practice that complements your healing, but also receive personalized coaching so you can be clear on what direct actions to implement into your highest goals. There are two simple ways to get involved at $11 or $22 a month with no commitment. So if this is calling your name, join this amazing and growing community. Welcome to the Uncensored Empath, a place for us to discuss highly sensitive energy, illness, healing, and transformation. My name is Sarah Small, and I'm a life and success coach for empaths who want to create a thriving body, business, and life. Think of this podcast as your no BS guide to navigating life, health, and entrepreneurship. You'll get straight to the point, totally holistic tips from me in real time as I navigate this healing and growth journey right beside you. This is a Soul Fire production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Uncensored Empath. I don't know about you, but I've been feeling so many waves. There are these moments of creativity and joy and peace and laughter inside of my home. Watching our foster dog Gus play in the backyard has like brought these moments of like giddy laughter where you just see him prancing around because he has no idea what's happening in the world. He's just super fucking happy to have a home and a backyard to play in. And then there's these moments where I feel just such a depth of of heavy, heavy energy. And There's been moments when I just want to do nothing. And then there's other moments when I really feel this urge to cry. Yesterday, I posted on Instagram that it felt like a heavy day and there was no reason. And that was okay. Like It was okay that I had no particular reason for why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And instead, I just allowed myself to feel it. And so I share this because I want you guys to know that whatever you're feeling right now is okay. And can you give yourself permission to just feel what you feel? 
knowing that our emotions are temporary. They shift, they, they ebb, they flow constantly, even within a day. I woke up feeling pretty good. I did my fist of fire and anger, kundalini kriya. And I let out so much emotions. I didn't even know we're there. It was so interesting. And then later in the day, I felt this dip down into, oh my God, I can't hold space for people today. I don't think I can hold space. I just got to focus on me. I took a bath in the middle of the day. And then by the time my husband got home from work, I was like, hey, honey, how was your day? I'm feeling great. Re-inspired. <laughs> oh, so there's this this definite roller coaster that if you're feeling this too, I just want you to let I want to let you know that you're not alone. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about raising our vibration, raising our vibration and upleveling our frequency, not only in the area of money, wealth, abundance, but in all areas of your life. And our guest is Heidi Stevens. She is the founder of the Feminine Collective. She is a speaker, mentor, and host of women's empowerment events. And she has such a inspiring story and has built an amazing business and brand and talks about how she specifically has gotten to where she is today using a balanced, integrated feminine energy and the power of intention. So regardless of what wave or what ebb or flow or little peak in the water that you might be floating on riding right now in your own personal journey, I think that this conversation is really going to bring some light into your life and just remind you of what you're capable of and what's possible for you when you raise your frequency. Okay, here's the deal. So many people are feeling so many things right now and their normal outlets for expressing themselves or getting social connection, communicating with counselors, therapists, etc., has probably changed pretty drastically. And whether you were receiving mental health support or now that in quarantine you're noticing you could use some mental health support, I want to connect you all with a really, really supportive resource. It's called BetterHelp, Help, H-E-L-P. And it's a service that I've personally been using for the last five weeks. I wanted to test it out before I shared it with all of you. And the experience has been so supportive. I have found that in isolation, a lot of my grief is coming up. So many feelings that in the busyness and the to-do list and the chaos of what life was pre-quarantine, and it's still a little crazy, but in different ways, right? But in that busyness, my mind stayed really occupied. And now that there are some more moments of quiet, grief is really coming up to the surface for me. And I've really, really done my best to honor that it is coming up to the surface and to feel it and to have somebody to talk with about it. And my therapist on BetterHelp is amazing. 
She is available via chat. She sends me PDFs and resources, especially around what I'm dealing with, with grief. And we have one video call per week. And I just love this service so much. And I think there's so many people that are listening, like maybe yourself or someone you know, who could also benefit from this. And here's the other thing. This is actually affordable therapy. If they're not in your network, I mean, some of these sessions can be upwards of $250. And so with BetterHelp, I have a 10% off code for your first month. And the sessions break down to $58. So this is something that I highly recommend if anyone is struggling or even if you just feel like you're looking for more happiness in your life or there's something preventing you from achieving your goals and your deepest desires, then consider reaching out. You can start communicating with a counselor in under 24 hours, and this is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message. Like I mentioned, I have messaged my therapist in between sessions as well. You can schedule these weekly video or phone sessions and you never have to sit in a waiting room. <laughs> so it's so much, it's so convenient. And to me, it's just really supportive. So if you want to try it out or you want to share this with anybody you know who might be struggling with mental health issues, then visit trybetterhelp.com backslash uncensored empath. That's trybetterhelp.com backslash uncensored empath and join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental help with the help of an experienced professional, trauma-informed professional. And all of the Uncensored Empath listeners also get 10% off their first month. So I highly recommend you go try it out. And if you do and you feel comfortable sharing with me, I'd also love to know what your experience is like. Welcome to the show, Heidi. I'm so excited to have you on today. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. I just appreciate your, your time and so much for coming on to share with us. And I'd love to, to start by hearing a little bit more about you and your personal journey. You mentioned briefly as we were just getting to know each other that you have your own journey with chronic illness and are the founder of what's called the Feminine Collective. So can you talk a little bit about what that is and how your journey inspired you to where you are today? Sure. I could talk for so long about that. I'll try and make it short and sweet. So today I run a community called the Feminine Collective. And at its core, we are our mission is to support women in expanding their consciousness, in creating more abundance and freedom and overflow in their lives. <laughs> and we do that in a number of ways through live events and online workshops and a podcast. And you know, my journey um 15, 18 years ago was, was very, very different than where I am today. I got out of college and I went right into real estate. And within about two years of being in real estate, I burned out uh, physically, mentally, emotionally. I had massive adrenal fatigue and ton of weight gain and um, acne and was just quite honestly miserable from the inside out. My body was really, I was dealing with a lot of like food intolerances and like what's happening here. And when you're 24, you're like, um, I, what, what even is this? You know, I've, I was always very competitive and a hustler and a go-getter. And what ended up happening was that I, 
I, because I just literally like pounded the pavement and worked so hard, worked myself into the ground so quickly. Um, I turned around and spent all of that money on myself and invested every single dollar, um, into my gurus and, and mentors and retreats and whatnot. And, um, it really set me on a path of personal development of spirituality. And in 2010, I got my master's in spiritual psychology. Um, I was still in real estate and, um, kind of went back and forth for a very long time, had one foot. I always say that I was, you know, in pencil skirts and stilettos selling commercial real estate buildings in Beverly Hills, literally by day. Mm -hmm. And then I would come home to Venice and I'd put on a white caftan and go sit in a woman's circle and like sing Kumbaya. And I was like, I know there has got to be a way to merge these worlds. (laughs) There has got to be a way. And so thank goodness over the last three to four years, stepping into mentorship and coaching and community building and the online space, I've even, you know, it's like I started out more as a straight business coach and now I'm doing more of the community building, inspiring, speaking, creating more of the platform. So yeah. it's been quite a ride and quite a journey and one that I'm still on mm-hmm. as we all are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I've learned a few things along the way that I feel grateful that I can give back and share. Yeah, that's amazing. I think uh, I personally and many of the listeners can relate to almost like having this secret other life or like being sort of in the spiritual closet for some of us. I know I was. And then eventually that part of me like could not be tamed anymore. And it was like, no, that's what I want to do all the time. I don't want to wear business casual clothes. I don't want to be in this uh, nine to five job anymore. And this part of me that uh, was more unfamiliar at the time really wanted to break through, break loose and come out. And she had something to say. And so you, you talk about, you know, inspiring modern women, all of us listening to expand their consciousness. And so I think that, that, that can get thrown around a little bit. And I have an idea in my head of like what that Mm. means and what that looks like, but what does that look like Mm. for you or your personal journey or the women that you've guided through expansion in, in their own consciousness? What does it mean? And why do we need more of that on earth today? Yeah, that is such a good question. You know, at the at my core, I believe that we are all here in human form to evolve, to expand our consciousness and to really experience more peace, more joy, more happiness, more fulfillment, um more love, right? Like that's like if we're if we're actually looking inside and we're going, why why at the end of the day are we here? I believe it's to go up that evolutionary ladder and we think that we can get more of that through having experiences like having lots of money or having great relationships or having all of these things outside of ourselves. We think that those things are going to bring us more peace and more joy and more happiness. Now, I am one to raise my hand and say, I love nice things. You, if you've seen my brand, if you've seen my business, if you've seen my lifestyle, we live a really beautiful, abundant life. That being said, I also know that whether we are going forward on the physical world uh, ladder, if you will, like getting the things that we want, or we're going backwards, we're losing things or having really hard experiences or quote unquote challenges or negative experiences, both of those things can be triggers and opportunities for us to rise up 
the evolutionary ladder and to expand our consciousness. And so I am a big believer. It's the and both. We desire things. We want things. We, we want to make more money. We want to feel more abundance. And along that journey, ups and downs and everything in between, we get to rise up. We get to work our process. We get to expand our consciousness and really learn from both the, the wins and the, the challenges. Mm-hmm. How do we start to raise our vibration in order to be a vibrational match for the things that we desire more of in our life? I know in my own journey, it's something that is more of a feeling than a how to process, but I definitely have felt when I've raised my vibration and when I've also open the channels to receive more in my life. And at the same time, I've been an observer of myself where I've like risen up and then kind of um, rebounded back into where I was. Can you talk a little bit about that lifting of the vibration, but in a way that's like sustainable that you get to stay there and you get to receive all the freaking things that you want in your life? Yeah. Well, it's a constant process, right? It's like five steps forward, three steps back, five steps forward, three steps back. So I think the the first step is giving ourselves a lot of grace and a lot of room for having a human experience and the the ups and downs because it's never just, oh, you rise up and you stay there. Like it is a constant, like how do I raise a little bit more? So in terms of the raising your vibration, you know, what you said is like, it's like everyone wants an exact how to, like people want to be told exactly how to do it. Yeah. And on one hand, sure, I can give you, I'm actually writing a book right now that's 30 ways to raise your vibration and um, a 30 day challenge that I took my community through at the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. in order to do that. And so there are, I believe that radical transformation happens by taking small steps consistently and there are small steps that we can take that we, that we forget. We're not reminded to drink half of our body weight in ounces every single day or to eat more greens or everyone knows how important it is to move your body, whether it's doing some yoga stretches or walking, but how many people are actually committed to doing that on a daily consistent basis? Or you see my like watery gallon here with like chlorophyll, right? It's like, we know that we need to take our supplements and and do meditation and move our body, but we get pulled by life and we get back into our old patterns instead of saying consistently doing physical things to take care of our physical well-being, our emotional well-being, and our spiritual well-being to raise our vibration. Mm -hmm. So it truly is like, how do you do it? It's It's some formula of several things to take care of yourself. And only you know the things that are going to most resonate with you. Some people are just not able to or not willing to train themselves to sit in silent meditation. That's fine. Learn how to calm your body some other way. Go do breath work. Go do yoga. Like You do you, but know what works for you and and make a commitment Mm -hmm. to consistently do that so that your vibration starts to raise. Mm-hmm. You start to change your body on a cellular level. We are made up of atoms. We are literally like, what frequency are your atoms running at? 
So it's like you're changing your body on a cellular level. You're feeling better. You're feeling better. You're feeling better. And you know what? Then you're going to go out and you're going to party one night. You're going to be like, oh my God, I feel like shit. Alcohol is a depressant. Alcohol is not supporting me in raising my vibration. I needed to remember that, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like recommitment. You're, it's a recommitment to yourself, to your path, to your journey. I could go on and on about that. But yes, like that is the how-to mm-hmm. is taking consistent, small self-care actions consistently and continually. I, I feel that. And it took me a long time and a lot, a lot of resistance to eventually, I would say I'm like 95% alcohol free. And for about two years, it was a hundred percent alcohol free. And it was something that it was just like this harsh reality I had to come to. That was like something that used to be fun in my life. I'm not going to say it wasn't fun, it used to be fun, was no longer fun because I could feel it like draining me and pulling me down. And like you said, it's a depressant and it's something that was no longer adding to my life and instead was making me feel sick, was exacerbating chronic illness. And then I finally had a psychic tell me, she's like, Sarah, alcohol lowers your vibration. And here I was like trying to meditate like for an hour a day and do all these things to lift my vibration. Yet there was like some major contradictions in my life that I wasn't completely aware of at the time that then I really opened my eyes up to and was like, wow, that, that is something that when I get more self-aware, I can realize and feel the subtle energy of like how things make me feel and start to make those changes. And I love how you talked about in raising your vibration because it does get thrown a lot around a lot that, that like term, you know, high vibe, but it's not just a saying there is science to it. Like you were saying, we all we're made up of atoms and cells and we vibrate and we have a frequency and we can measure that frequency in our body. And so it's not so woo the way that sometimes it's thrown away, thrown around or like cliche the way it's thrown around, but instead it's something that we can actively work on. And in by a lot of the the tips you were just giving are are by simply taking care of yourself. Yeah, these are very like tangible, uh, you know, real everyday tips um, that when practiced consistently, you do feel a really big difference. And the reason why this, you know, phrase has been thrown around so much is because everyone feels it. You walk into a restaurant and you go, oh yeah, this is totally my vibe. Yeah. Or you walk into a store, you know, look, the reality is like you walk into a Goodwill, it does not have high vibes. You're just like, oh, like, I don't really know if I want to be here unless like, unless like that's totally your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also can feel it from people. Mm-hmm. You can tell when you're around somebody, oh wow, that person has really good vibes or mm-hmm. you know what? They're just like, not my vibe. And that's why it's become so cliche is because it is a real thing. We are um, sharing our auras and sharing our energies throughout the day in every way. And you know, the, the challenge is that we can't see what's on the other side. We can't see that universe spirit, whatever it is that you want to call it, mm-hmm. is reacting to those vibrations and going out and setting in motion opportunities, people, places, resources. Uh, it, is, it is working on our behalf in order to bring us things you know, some type of opportunity, some type of resource that is a match for our vibration. The challenge becomes is that oftentimes when we start attracting those opportunities or attracting those experiences or resources, we, our humanness gets caught in the way. And look, I'm not here to like preach, like I'm right there with you. Like I, you know, I'm like working on myself all the time and continuing to look at where am I getting myself stuck? 
mm-hmm. get a new job opportunity, a client comes to you, an opportunity comes to you to whatever it is, be on a podcast or go to an event. And what do you do? You go, oh, I don't really feel like going out or I'm sure it's not going to be that good anyways or who am I even going to meet there or how am I going to actually meet anybody at this huge event? We talk ourselves out of these opportunities from all of our old patterning and really it's our ego wanting to keep us safe. Mm -hmm. Just like our ego knows what it knows. And so we just kind of, as long as we stay put, then we're not stretching. We're not getting out of our comfort zone. We're not really raising our vibration. And on one hand, that feels really safe. And on another hand, that keeps us from building the life that we desire. Yeah, absolutely. And like we're all human. I've been there too. It's something that uh, I've hit that like that comfort zone edge, but also like the energetic ceiling of what I have known all my life or from the past. Yet my conscious desire is something outside of that comfort zone or beyond that energetic ceiling that I want to get to. And so it requires me to brush up against those edges and to raise my frequency in order to be a match for that next thing that I've never experienced before. And I've never, I've never experienced it before. Like makes sense that it's going to require me to do something or feel something or be something different than what I've been in the past. So how do we up-level our frequency and use the power of intention to start to break through those ceilings and those edges and that comfort zone, that bubble around us in order to really up-level all areas of our lives? Yeah. So the first way is to just start getting into action, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So it's like when you know that you want to experience something or have something, whether it is a certain amount of money, right? It's like, oh, wow, what would it feel like to make 10000 or 20000 or $50,000 a month? Well, I need to probably do some things different in my business. I need to put myself out there in a different way. I probably need to create content. I probably need to get clear on exactly who I'm serving and the packages that I'm offering and the frequency of you know, the, the money that I desire to call in. Here's, here's what I want everyone to hear. You don't have to know exactly how. You don't have to create a very detailed business plan to get to those 10, 20, $50,000 a month. What you have to know is that that is your desire and that you genuinely want to go there. So what happens is, is that I, I do highly recommend that people, if you're talking about a specific number, that you pick a number that you actually can imagine yourself feeling and having and experiencing If you don't know anybody that makes $50,000 a month, you have no idea what you would even do with that money. And it just, it could just might as well be a million dollars a month. Don't pick that number. Right. Pick a number that you can actually get on board with and go, huh, yeah, I'd buy that. Or this is where I'd up-level my housing or really set yourself up for success by picking a number that you're like, yeah, I, I could actually see that. Now, when you start taking action, all of your old stuff, all anything that needs to be healed between where you are and where it is that you want to go. That's the gap of the frequency. If you're currently at a certain frequency and you desire to go somewhere higher, mm-hmm. you start taking action. It's going to naturally bubble up. You're going to bump up against all of your bullshit stories and yeah. everything that your dad, your mom, your husband, everything that those people said that locked into you and made you feel like, I don't know if I can, 
like you start taking action, you start a podcast, you get on, you start doing, you do a one video and oh my gosh, any of those things that you've been thinking, they're all going to start bubbling up. You don't have to go on a scavenger hunt saying, where do I need to heal or what do I need to do? They're, I promise you get into action and they're going to show you, you're going to be shown what needs to be healed. Yeah. And so there can be a lot of uh, discomfort in like newness <laughs> and it's not all sexy. It's not like no. I'm going to meditate and raise my vibration and it's going to be the easiest fucking thing in the world. And oh, like, hell no. Right. Like there it's, there's challenges that you bump up against and there are fun parts and there is ease and there's allowed to be flow, but there can also be sticky parts. And so I think that sometimes people, they hit the sticky and then they run away. But when, to me, it's like when you hit the sticky, that means you're doing something right. Stay there, breathe into it, like hold on another second before you run away from that. A hundred percent. That's why I talk so much about tuning into your intuition and actually really getting a very clear relationship with your higher power because our ego is so tricky and so smart that it will get in there and it'll tell you, oh yeah, it's getting to be too hard. And that means that it's not meant for me. That means that I'm not really supposed to have it if it's not just falling into my lap. Mm-hmm. Do, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Building the business and the life of your dreams is messy, is challenging. When I talk about having it be, you know, having a level of ease and grace, I mean, you don't necessarily need to be working 14 hours a day, like on a hundred sales call. Like let's create some ease and Mm co-create with spirit. That being said, any of your stuff that needs to be worked through, which is I'm so uncomfortable, (laughs) so uncomfortable and so messy and so confronting anyone that has had the level of success that you desire that is enjoying their success has done this work. Mm -hmm. I know enough millionaires in Los Angeles that are so wealthy, that are miserable because they have pounded the pavement They've quote unquote made a lot of money and had a lot of success, but they haven't actually done the inner work to learn how to enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. And that's like what I'm taking a stand for. Yeah. I'd love to hear more about your story too, Heidi, in your own wealth consciousness and and like your relationship to money and how, if you're comfortable sharing even like numbers with us and like what you've been able to create in your life or even just like what that wealth consciousness means to you on a personal level? Sure. Um, Yes. Loaded question. And I'm like, oh, how do I answer this in a way that's succinct? Um, There's been so many iterations along the journey. Um, I started out, like I said, in commercial real estate, which was a very dog eat dog um, world. Um, You know, literally like people like turning over things on their desk because they didn't want the person next to them seeing a deal. Um, it was a, I was one of three women in an office full of 40 agents. Um, it was very intense. And so being 23 and looking around and going, Hmm, what else? Like, how do I have success in this? I just followed what everyone else did. And I made a hundred cold calls a day and I went on a ton of meetings and I learned how to overcome objection. And I built a really hard exterior. Mm -hmm. Um, one that then, you know, very quickly catapulted into a health challenge yeah, and a health opportunity. Um, but 
pretty quickly within that career, I'd say within like two years, I was making six figures. Like I said, I was also miserable. And so I began just investing all any extra money that I had and actually went into debt. At one point, I think I was had $50,000 on credit cards um, just because any retreat, any coach, I was just like, yep, you know, yep, here's $10,000, here's $10,000. I remember my dad saying to me one time, when are you actually just going to like start using all of these the coaches mm-hmm. instead of just like paying all of them? And I just remember it was like a knife to my core because I was wondering the same thing. Like, when is this all going to pay off? And when is I, when am I actually going to stop having to invest? And what I've learned along the way now, 15 years later, is that the investments actually don't stop. There are seasons. There's times where I'll invest like heavily. There are times right now where I have like one spiritual mentor and that's it. That's the only kind of thing that I'm investing in. Yeah. Um, but just to kind of give a snapshot, um, you know, I, in doing I built I built up my real estate business to where I was making a half million dollars a year and had a team of three to five people at any given time. Um, it sounds really like I was I was making good money and I was living a really good life in Los Angeles, but I was also spending a ton on my team and spending a lot on myself. Um, I then did a lot of work, inner work, spiritual work divine feminine work to open myself up and attract my then guy friend um, to be our my business partner. And Kenny and I ended up merging our business. We then merged our life and we came in to our business partnership as equals in terms of what we were making. And it was kind of this like formula that looked really smart on paper. Like he's really good at this and I'm really good at this. And as we combined our combined efforts and, and we're really committed to building a life and a business. Um, it, it, we did really, really well within like very quickly. And so we built up a seven figure real estate company and we did that together for six years. And I kept investing in myself and kept doing the inner work. And I started coaching women in real estate at that time I'm coaching them how to build their own businesses and and do some of this personal growth and personal development work. And there was a lot of great things happening at the time and and there was so much good. And yet there was always just this little voice inside that was like, I would look at like the Marie Folios of the world and the Gabby Bernsteins and be like, well, that's good for them. But like, I'm just going to like have the success in real estate and kind of live this like quiet life and, you know, be of service to my community. And I know I'm going to have kids one day but there was always this small voice that was like, no, like you have more to offer. Like you have more work here to do. And so it was about three years ago, three and a half years ago, um, there was a lot of political changes going on. And I just heard, I had like an eat, pray, love moment. And that was like, no more being small. And you would think from hearing my story, like how is any of that playing small? Well, when you're not actually doing what you're supposed to be doing, regardless of how much success, like it was, it was really challenging. Like there was part, I was like, I meant, I have a message, like I have a voice. (laughs) And so three and a half years ago, I looked at my husband and I just said, I have to go and do this, which was really hard. Like we ran the business together and I had to hire a, you know, executive assistant and a marketing manager and all these kind of pieces of the puzzle that I was taking care of in the business. 
and so fast forward, you know, it's now been three and a half years. I'm, I've done different iterations in this online business. I started off doing business coaching. Um, I, you know, got my first three clients and then my first 10 clients and then launched my first group program of 10 women and then got into the world of launching and launched a, you know, I did a hundred thousand dollar launch with 30 women. The next year I did a $250,000 launch with 50 women. And, and then I had this kind of wake up call about nine months ago that was like, yep, you're on your way to building a million dollar business and who knows where it can go. And I know, like, I'm very confident in myself. Like I, yes, I could do it. And then I looked at what I was actually doing every day and I was on sales calls all day long and super in the nitty gritty of Facebook ads and just like knee deep in this like launching, very masculine world. And I was like, I don't want to do it this way. Like, and there's nothing wrong with doing it that way. If anyone's building business like that, like no problem. Awesome. You know, do your thing. And so for the last six to nine months, I've truly just been getting really quiet, to be honest. And I'm still serving. Um, I still run masterminds. Um, we do a lot of live events. Uh, we're doing our first festival this year. And I've really been in a, like, I, I am fully in the flow um, in terms of creating content and really like tuned in to my own purpose and soul's work. Mm -hmm. And to be quite frank with you, you know, like I'm not having $50,000 months right now. The money's coming in. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And I am in inquiry of how does this, how does this want to uh, build on a more scalable level? And I don't have all the answers Mm -hmm. and I'm being really honest and real with that, with people that, and that's okay. That's yeah. okay because I'm really creating from my feminine mm-hmm. and someone could look at me and go, well, Heidi, it's easy for you because you've already made that money and, or, you know, like you've already had the financial success, but here you look at people that have had like the financial success in this way. And maybe it just takes a little bit longer. Maybe you're working a second job while you're creating the content. Maybe you're, you know, like who you don't really, no one has like, this is the exact formula of exactly how to do it. But when you do it your own way, it's just a not a matter of when, not if, that your like your flow will tap in. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought up that like you're stepping into more of that feminine and that it's okay to not be pushing and like always striving for more and more and more, even though you're clearly like worthy and capable of big things in your life, it's also okay to like take a step back sometimes or to just be more in flow or to be more of just like this open vessel to receive inspiration versus seeking, seeking, seeking all the time. And I felt that in my own life and in my own business as well, where I started my business in a very masculine energy that led to burnout very quickly. And then I started to bring in that balance of the masculine and feminine so they could really collaborate and work together within me and within my business. And it's, turned out to be much more sustainable, but I still have moments where I, I like, I'm actually in a very similar place right now where it's like, Oh, I want to dip into that feminine, like, like bath right now. It's just like this, like, I want to, something is calling me towards that feminine energy of just trust and knowing Mm -hmm. everything's going to work out. And then there's Mm -hmm. like this past fall, I, I was very, 
uh, magnetized towards the masculine energy of like mm-hmm. push and drive and go and like, let's create this new, new program that I launched. And it's just, it's, it's really interesting to be the observer of, of all of yes. that and like yes. be okay with all yes. the different shades of it. Right hundred percent. And that's the beauty is that there's no right or wrong and there's going to be seasons for all of us. I've had several kind of healings and readings during this, you know, during this time of kind of flux. And like, I've been told Heidi, there is going to be a time to really get out there and like create and like quote unquote push and really lay down some strong systems and, and foundations. And and now right this moment is actually not that time. Mm-hmm. So go out, be in your feminine, play, observe, see what your community wants, see what's landing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to know when it's, when it's go time. And even in that, like you, like you're just sharing, like there may be one day you just literally just want to walk on the beach and take a bath. Mm-hmm. And the next day you're like, all right, it's Mondays for me are like, go time. Like the amount of stuff that I can get done on a Monday. Mm -hmm. And then I may just like kind of flitter around on a Tuesday because if I keep pushing, it just leads to burnout. So this isn't a one size fits all. And I think that's what's, that's the blessing and the curse. People want very specific answers. They want a how to, Mm -hmm. they want a strategy. And while there are best practices for building businesses, there are, there are best practices. There are um, you know, there's kind of a, a proper way, I believe, to like conduct a, a sales call. Mm-hmm. Um, or there are, you know, there's a way to like write an email to capture an audience, if you will. But at the end of the day, if it's not coming, if it's not starting with your heart and coming from a place of inspiration, it's just going to feel like you are just climbing up a hill and it's absolutely exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to ask you to, what approach you take in your coaching style then as far as guiding other, especially other business owners, entrepreneurs in building wealth and building abundance, if it's more the energetics around maybe the more the feminine energy, or if it's more of like the strategy and how to write an email on the masculine, or do you feel that they kind of have to be combined? I believe that they need to be combined. I also believe that the exact how-tos of how to do an opt-in and put that on your website and how to connect that to your MailChimp and your active campaign can be found on so many like free webinars and or a $1,000 course Mm -hmm. that I complete with that part of my journey in terms of coaching. Like yeah. I don't, I just don't have the bandwidth to talk about like, should I do an opt-in or should I do a meditate? It's just like, what are you, what are you inspired to create? Like go create it and then see how your community receives it. It'd be interesting to ask my uh, mastermind girls. Um, I were on our running our fifth mastermind and I think that they, they, they come to me for the mental, emotional, spiritual pieces but because the work is so in depth that we do around that, also around money and wealth consciousness, mm-hmm. they see the physical and tangible benefits of making more money, getting more clients, having more success in their business. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And that's the approach that I take in my own personal coaching style is an integrative approach. It's one that you blend the, the masculine 
with the the feminine in order to create a more balanced, sustainable approach to life and business. Because I also believe that all of these buckets that we all have in our life are related. The the law, the universal law of divine oneness states that like we are all connected, but also that like my relationship bucket is related to my business bucket that is related related to my health bucket and life. And that we can't just like neglect one area. And instead we also have to look at ourselves as holistic, like multidimensional human beings and look at all areas of our life in order to, you know, back to what we were talking about, raise our frequency and vibration. Well, we can start in one area and we can give certain areas more attention at any given time. But I also think, and let me know if you agree or disagree, that we have to then ultimately look at all areas of our life if we want to like lift everything up as far as frequency goes. I totally agree with you. And I, I, I also, to not overwhelm the person that's listening to this, I think that you can often pick an area to focus on and either naturally or you'll be given guidance on when it's time to raise the others. I'll give you an example. One of the women in my um, current mastermind, she's recently, um, over the last nine months, she just had a lot of financial success and she's just been really focused on her business. And she's been very clear that that's where her energy is. She's working, you know, she's just doing all the things to have success in her business. And all of a sudden it's like, there's just been this huge wake up call. And she's like, oh my gosh, like I need to focus some more time and attention on me Mm -hmm. and what I need and how I want my relationship to look. And she's just very clearly like, oh, I really raised my frequency around my business And now it's time to really support myself on a few different other levels in order to meet that where I'm at so that I can then go to the next level in my business. Yeah, that makes so much sense to me. And it's something that I'm also consistently reminding myself of and like relearning. And and, uh, it's not a perfect or it's not all smooth. There are bumps that we were just talking about. So bumpy, Mm -hmm. so bumpy, which is why coaching and mentorship and community is vital while you're on this road because It it is because you can't, you're not meant to do it alone. Like we're not, we're not meant to do alone. And so you know, I think sometimes when people are like, oh, you know, listen to your intuition and like follow your guidance. Yes. And get yourself into communities or one-on-one coaching um, to support yourself on that journey. Absolutely. I find that I up-level exponentially faster when I feel supported, when I have a one-on-one coach or I'm in a mastermind. Like it's just... It's like that mind blown emoji. I want to like put like a hundred of those on the screen for the listener. That's the way I feel when I yes. am fully supported in sisterhood. And it's not, it doesn't have to be with women, but in the, the experiences I've had, it's been primarily with women. And it's just, it feels so good to be held in that container of support to be able to grow and thrive and build and transform. It's everything for me. Like I look, yeah, a hundred, absolutely. Well, thank you, Heidi. I so, so appreciate you. And and thank you for coming on the show today. I'd love for you to just inform the listeners on what you've got going on in the Feminine Collective and how they can get to know you more. Absolutely. Um, You can find everything either through my website at HeidiStevens.co or my Instagram at HeidiStevens. Um, Everything with the Feminine Collective is connected through there. We've got a festival coming up on June 7th in Los Angeles. And we are putting out some online experiences and workshops and courses. Mm -hmm. Um, 
to experience more of the flow there if traveling to LA is not your jam. That's amazing. Yeah. We'll, we'll link all those in the show notes. And thank you again for being on today. Oh, thank you for having me. So one of my favorite parts of being a podcast host is all the freaking amazing people that I get to talk to and connect with from all over the world. It has been such an honor and pleasure to be able to hold this space and to invite people into this container to have these real open conversations. And Heidi is just one example of ah, the amazing women I get to connect to on an almost daily basis. I've been recording a lot more episodes lately and really uh, working to bring you the highest quality conversations and content. And I want to hear from you. What do you want to hear more of? Do you have a specific request for a show topic or a guest that you'd love to see interviewed on the show? I want to know. So please email me, DM me, reach out in any way that is most convenient for you and let me know what are you loving? What do you want to hear more of? And how can I support you? I also plan to do some more Q&A episodes in the future where you can ask your questions directly to me and hear them answered live on the podcast. So again, thank you so much for listening today and always. And as a reminder, I have a free guided hypnosis to support healing on a cellular level to boost and heal your immune system. And if you haven't already left a review on iTunes, please go do so now. I want you to have this guided hypnosis and I want you to use it to help heal and support your body and your life overall, like your entire well-being. Hypnosis is such a powerful practice that I've been able to use in my own healing process, specifically with dermotillomania and releasing some bad habits, but also working through and with chronic illness instead of fighting it. So all you got to do is go over to iTunes, share your honest feedback, screenshot your review, and then email it over to sarah at autoimmunetribe.com. And in return, I will email you back your free guided hypnosis. Thank you all so much. And just that reminder that I always want to hear from you. I appreciate you. I hope you are having a freaking amazing day. And then every time you tune into the show, it makes your day a little bit better. Talk to you next time. <laughs>